Welcome to Kira's Kingdom, the Death Note Watch Along Podcast. I am your host, Riley. So excited to finally talk about Death Note. I've fucking I've been waiting for a good environment to do this and I've I've found it. Uh, again, I am your host, Riley, joined uh, by my co-host for this show, the one who will be joining me, who has never seen Death Note before. He will be experiencing it for the first time with me on this show, Mr. Mo Diggity. Oh my God! I'm on a podcast with uh, Riley. Who does this never happened? <laughs> yeah, never happened before. I think this is the first time ever. And for our first episode, uh, very impromptu, she just kind of showed up. Uh, we have a guest. Uh, say hello, Demi Gloom, everybody. I don't have school tomorrow, so I can be on a podcast this late at night. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so yeah, this is our first episode uh, here on Kira's Kingdom, which is a name that uh, no that Mo will not understand for a while. <laughs> I don't understand it either, I don't think. I, I have an idea um, of what it is. D- DM me what you think it is, and I will tell you if you're right. Um, but uh, So yeah, okay. I guess the, uh, the premise of this show is that we're going to... Uh, talk about episodes of Death Note. Uh, me and Mo watched episode one of Death Note before we started the podcast. I'll sort of try to recap the plot in like an entertaining way, and then we'll like discuss our opinions and stuff like that. And that's the that's the name of the game, folks. That's what we're doing here. Um, so today we watched the first episode of Death Note, and I guess uh, Demi saved me the trouble of pulling up the IMDb page. So you want to you want to tell us about the first episode of Death Note, Demi Gloom? I closed Chrome like 10 minutes ago. Fuck. God damn, I thought you were pulling it up. Hold on, let me hit that Control-Shift-T. Let me hit that Control-Shift-T. All right. Death Note, Season 1, Episode 1 is titled uh, Rebirth. It was directed by Tetsuro Araki and Kai Sunematsu. It was also written by Sugumi Oba Takashi. Takashi, Takishi, um, sorry, I can't pronounce that name. Takishi Obata and Toshiki Inoyu. Inoyu. Um, the episode description is a brilliant but bored student finds a notebook that can kill anyone whose name he writes in it. A very, very oversimplified description of the episode, to say the least. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's the. That's the info. I don't know if I'm going to be trying to pronounce those written and directed by names every episode. <laughs> but uh, there you go. Um, so here in the first episode of Death Note, uh, to sort of describe the plot in more detail. Um, or I guess first, uh, because this is the first time we see it uh, at the beginning, uh, we got to talk about the opening. Uh, so uh, Mo saw the opening for the first time. I've obviously seen it many times because <clears throat> I've watched this entire show twice. Um, so first I kind of want to hear Mo's opinions as somebody who just started the show. It's his first time watching it on this. Actually, just we'll start watching it today. Oh yeah. I watched it earlier today. The very first episode, it was kind of funny because, uh, I, I completely forgotten that we were even doing a show today until (laughs) like the last hour of my break, right. Of my lunch break. Uh, when you were like, Hey, don't forget death note podcast tonight. Don't forget to watch the first episode. And I was like, fuck, I'm watching a Red Letter Media Half the Bag uh, 2021 uh, movie wrap-up uh, uh, video that they just put out. 
And I was like, dude, do I just tell him like, hey, let's do it tomorrow and, you know, like finish the video or just like fucking just watch the show. It shouldn't be too long. I was like, God, I hope it's not 45 minutes. Like, ah, it's like 23, 24. So that made me. Mo, if you had blown me off for red letter media, I would be really mad at you. Hey, they're fucking good guys. and I love their shit. And, you know, I, I really, really like their videos, like their their long form contents. My favorite shit. And I especially like him talking about movies and uh, uh, TV shows and stuff like that. But yeah, that's just me. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what did you think about the opening, Mo, was the question that I posed. <laughs> All right. So initially, I was uh, I was hesitant to watch the rest of the intro because I got 15, 20 seconds in and uh it was ramping up. They showed this, the show named Death Note. I was like, oh, okay, it's good. And then it was like, come to choose this one. I was like, oh, fuck, man. This is going to be like Attack on Titan with like a five-minute fucking intro and shit. I like, that's dude, what, I, that's kind of just an anime thing. All anime usually play like a full-length song <clears> for an intro. I know, but like I'm an American, so, you know, my... Uh, my uh, uh, patience wears thin. I'm like, dude, okay, we, we got to cut to the chase here because I want to watch some fucking shows, some new show. So, yeah, I, I watched the intro finally, like, actually just a few minutes ago. Minute and a half, not too bad. I guess I'm just being Mr. Complainy Pants about the length. Not too bad. It was really, really good. Of course, like, the animation and the, and the graphics and everything are, like, top-notch 100%, as is, like, every single anime out there even the really shitty ones have like a almost like a nine or ten out of ten uh intro for their uh show so yeah it's a it was a good one not too long it lasted just about the length that i'd want uh an intro to last so nine out of ten (laughs) okay um so it's hard for me to talk about all of my opinions on the opening uh, because then I'd have to get into detail, which means I would be getting into spoiler territory for Mo, so I can't really do that. Um, oh, just but, uh, you know, just like just give me your basic like uh, you know, opinions on it. Do you think it's good or yeah, like, yeah. you don't have to go um, through like spoilers or anything? Yeah, no, and I wasn't planning to. That's why I was saying is why I do have a lot of thoughts on this opening, but I can't get into like the depths because I would have to mention characters and things that you don't know yet. Uh, but in a general sense. Uh, This is a really good opening. I really like the song. It's a real banger. Uh, The animation is top-notch. Everything is really good. And I would say this is probably one of my favorite anime openings of all time. (laughs) It's really good. Uh, It's... It's good. I I think the... the, I I think Fooly Coolies is uh, a little bit better. I've actually never uh, seen Fooly Coolie. (laughs) The outro, I, I think, is is what maybe I'm thinking about the outro. I think FLCL sort of like has a five second intro or something. It's it's one of those that has the five second intro. But uh, yeah, that and uh, I like Dragon Ball Super's uh, intro, like the uh, the the Universal Tournament of Powers intro is really really good. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that 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 one is really good. What was the name of that again? I'm trying to remember. Oh, uh, Dragon Ball Super. Not the name of Dragon Ball Super, the name of the opening. Oh, fuck, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. I'm I'm having trouble. Uh, doesn't really matter. The it, it was Limit Break X Survivor. That's the name of the thing. Okay, but... It's like I'm getting into some Final Fantasy shit. <laughs> exactly, but... 
Uh, to get back to Death Note, uh, so Demi, uh, I don't know if you remember uh, the opening. I remember the OP. It's okay. That, um, how do you how do you feel about it? Wait, wait. I know, I know of a Death Note OP. Is it the one that's like or whatever, like that? The one with that annoying ass guy singing. He's like that fucking trash ass opening. Yeah, it's the one that doesn't have metal screaming. Okay, yeah. Uh, fuck this opening. I hate it. It's trash. It gets what? a zero out of ten. What? Listen, I'm gonna tell you something right now. He's gonna talk straight. He's this is gonna get shooter. me canceled. I'm gonna get canceled for this. I might just be a disgusting, perverted, hentai cultured, weeaboo, Japanese culture fetishizing piece of shit. But when I hear the opening theme song for an anime. It has to be sung by a woman, dude. I'm sorry. Fuck this male voice Literally shit. Literally die. That's what the hell. fuck? That's what are you stupid. talking about? Every every female song anime OP, fucking banger. Every male anime OP, fucking trash. I hate it. Literally fucking no. The Death Note opening, uh, the Dragon Ball Super opening that Mo mentioned, uh, a lot of the Full Metal Alchemist openings, all male, all great. Listen, fuck you. <laughs> but I, I can listen to <laughs> I listen to like J rock, J pop, city pop shit with like male singers. It's not it has it's like not even like a Japanese thing. Like I don't know what it is about male anime ops. It's just anime ops specifically. I only like ones that are sung by female. There's only a few exceptions, and those are the only ones I can think of right now are Naruto openings. Uh Fighting Dreamers. We are fighting we are dreamers. Fighting dreamers. <laughs> Fuck that yeah. Shit. Great that opening. Shit. That shit just makes me go crazy, man. That shit just makes me want to wake up. The Naruto openings, those are good example another good example of male anime OPs. Fucking Haruka Kanata. Yeah. Great song. Rock, the original one. That one yes. was a fucking banger. Yeah, I loved okay, so the Naruto OPs, they get a a pass. They're the one exception, but otherwise, like males, just stop trying to sing anime OPs. Okay, that's a woman's job. I don't believe in. I'm a gender abolitionist. Okay, oh, I Christ. don't believe. I don't believe in gender roles. I believe that we should chop off babies' penises when they're born, like oh not even circumcision. God. Like okay. literal. Okay. Why are we just talking about, about this on our death show? Oh my god! <laughs> literal. I believe in, I'm pro-genital mutilation. I believe we should just not have genitalia. Just completely destroy the concept of gender. Except when if it comes to who gets any to chance, sing anime OPs. If there's any chance that somebody's watching this who's not, like, prevy to, like, the rest of the Riley extended lore, and is just a Death Note fan, they've all they've all clicked <laughs> off at the point. Yeah, yeah it's thanks, over. Demi, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just killed your entire fan base. I just killed this podcast. This entire podcast is ruined. It's uh, over. Yeah, Demi Gloom showed up for our first episode to ruin the entire show. <laughs> you asked me for my opinion on the Death Note OP, and I somehow <laughs> segued into <laughs> chopping off babies' yeah, yeah, castration at birth. That's exactly the, <laughs> the hard-hitting material that we need for an anime podcast. This is what Death Note is trying to tell us. This is this was what I took away from Death Note. I think they wanted me. They wanted me to have that opinion because the OP was so bad. Like it's the only logical conclusion. It's not true. It's such a good opening. 
So your genital you're mutilation saying, at birth is the only logical conclusion you come to when watching <laughs> yeah, about the anime OP. God yeah, damn yeah. it. The, the the Japanese god of death told you to say these things. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. My the Shinigami, Shinigami told me, me too. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Can somebody say that? Oh no, I'm, I'm not going to get to that. No, we're not doing that joke. No, no, no. I had a joke, but I'm not going to say it. All right. <laughs> but um, anyway, to actually uh, get into the episode and start describing the plot... Uh, so speaking of Shinigamis, this episode does actually start in the Shinigami realm, uh, where we see some Shinigamis like playing some weird dice game with like skulls. They're and, shooting dice with the homies. And they call over <laughs> to uh, another Shinigami named Ryuk, and they try to get him to play with them, but Ryuk is not even remotely interested. It's and Ryuk. Also, it's Ryuk. Yes. I thought it was Ryuk. That's how I always said it when I... You fucking ma manga reader. <laughs> it's Ryuk. I don't know how to pronounce anybody's name because I didn't watch the show. I only read the manga. I saw episode one of this show, but I've largely consumed the Death Note series through manga. Yeah, no, his name is Ryuk. And yeah, Ryuk doesn't want to play with anybody. Um, this is our first glimpse of uh, who is a very important main character. Um, so... Mo, I want to know what your initial thoughts were on Ryuk when you first uh, laid your eyes on him. All right. So first off, I immediately I wasn't trying to be like cynical or edgy or anything. It's just this is what I thought immediately upon seeing this guy. I was like, oh, this is the guy that like, you know, fat chicks and goths are like getting like tattoos of all the time. Kind of like Jack Skellington, because this is like the, that like, super uh, uber hot, uh, hot topic shit. And I was like, oh, God. And he kind of looked like an edgier Jack Skellington. Like, what it would look like if, like, Japan actually made Nightmare Before Christmas? I would imagine this is what he'd look like. But I'm sure that might be, like, a lot of inspiration because he kind of actually, like, straight up, like, no lie, kind of looks like a little bit like Jack Skellington, like his outfit. And, uh, like, specifically, like, the V-neck part and, like, his frilly, like, there is a... Uh, his uh, part like around the neck and stuff it, it reminds me of jack skellington's a little bit <clears throat> not too much but there's like some some little nod to to that character i'm sure yeah i like perhaps. his i could see i that. like his i like his design the design was pretty good like i kind of like the whole like you know he's got like two eyes looking like two uh, different places that kind of caught me off guard for a second because he's like one of those like that you know, like, a, is he looking at me or what's he looking at? You know, kind of like a frog a little bit, like very froggish. So I, 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 I like that a whole lot. And I like the, uh, <clears throat> the scenery that he was drawn into. Like, I, I like that super, like, sort of like a gothic kind of look, like, uh, like a, you know, medieval, medieval gothic sort you mean of the uh, look of the Shinigami realm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I don't know everything yet, so I'm glad that you're telling me. So everyone just bear with me. I'm not going to say Shinigami Realm or any of the realms of any of the main characters until I get used to them. OK, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the realm that that was uh, drawn. I thought that looked really, really cool. OK, uh, yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Uh, so I had obviously seen at least Light and Ryuk before I had ever watched the show, years before I had ever watched the show. And Ryuk's design has always been uh, definitely really cool. 
Um, and I was uh, quite surprised to see how it's attached to a very good character as I came to learn as I actually watched the show itself. Uh, well, Demi, when you first read the Death Note manga, because you're a dirty manga reader, uh, what were your initial thoughts on Ryuk? Um, I was definitely intrigued when I first laid my eyes upon him. Uh, unlike <laughs> Mo, I definitely don't have this uh, internal stigma against like more uh, basic, gothic, hot topic bitches. I don't have it. I, there's, there's no stigma to it. I'm just like, you know, I can. <laughs> they laugh at me for being fat and a gamer. I laugh at them for being lame and fucking goth. Okay, that's cool. Like, that's cool. Two, I'm not, I'm not criticizing you. I'm not criticizing you. No, no, no. You. Like for real, for real. Like the two, the two groups are like essentially interchangeable. Like you know, the only thing that might be different is just the attire that we're both wearing. But both the gamers and the goths have been at war with each other since at least like 2007. So you know, I agree. Everyone, yeah, you know. <laughs> I think all I think all fat sweaty gamer boys deserve a fat sweaty big titty goth girlfriend. I think it's just a match made in heaven, and it's something society is entitled to. Fuck, I man. agree. I can get behind that. Yeah, I'm sure you can, Riley. <laughs> I'm sure you really agree. I'm sure you really agree with that principle morally. I do. Just, just, just follow the logic to its conclusion, and that's where it led you, without any bias or... No, of course not. In any capacity. <laughs> Dude, my all right, straight up my fucking TikTok almost looks like a fucking hot to hot topic uh uh fucking goth chick uh fucking convention on my front page. And I had to like I had to like follow other people just to balance the shit out cuz like dude I can't look at goth titties all the time and pay attention. Eventually I got to get some fucking work done. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but back to Ryuk, or Ryuk. Mm -hmm. I say Ryuk. I'm going to say Ryuk until it's I'm fucking Ryuk. dead and cold. You can, my cold, dead vocal cords will pronounce it fucking Ryuk, okay? I'm going to say <laughs> Ryuk. Uh, he definitely intrigued me. Uh, as a young child, I was always very fond of uh, the Grim Reaper as a character within... Uh, pretty much any context and i guess shinigami within japanese folklore are sort of their interpretation of the grim reaper type of character i don't know which one came first actually but i think they're like within each other's folklore are parallel or interchangeable i suppose and i thought it was a really cool ryuk was a very cool <laughs> ryuk was a very cool interpretation of that sort of idea i love his design i love his uh smug narcissistic nihilistic why did i say narcissistic i meant nihilistic personality and i think he's very he's very cute to say the least yeah and i really love uh his voice uh we are watching the dub by the way i didn't mention that at the beginning um i really like his voice i think it fits the character really well and you can definitely see the seeds of what led to the casting of Willem Dafoe in the live action movie, which is the only good part oh. of that movie. <laughs> oh, no shit. See, that's why I was like real hesitant to watch fucking uh, Death Note. Because I was like, dude, am I going to like fucking feel compelled to watch the movie and then realize the movie's fucking that like. Terrible. Yeah, the movie yeah. Is all all anime awful. movies are fucking awful. 
like uh, the 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 fucking full metal alchemist one is fucking bad uh the death note one was fucking bad the attack on titan one was fucking awful no one ever talks about that and the dragon ball fucking movie uh fucking which some people don't even want to ever speak the name of you know that was a giant piece of shit, and you knew the, honestly that be, movie wasn't on, even that wait, bad wait, wait, wait. compared to the more modern anime nah, adaptations. I, 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 don't I don't know, man. I I disagree. Like that when the when the uh, trailer for a, a show or a movie like indicates that it's going to be a giant piece of shit, it's probably going to be a giant piece of shit. The whole hey, and his his fucking hair goes ping was fucking stupid. I was like, dude, this is going to be like the worst fucking movie ever. But no, uh, Willem Dafoe as Ryuk is the only redeeming quality of that movie. And when I do eventually watch that movie in order to review it on a podcast, which I assume will happen probably as a part of this show, <laughs> maybe, we'll see. Oh, you're uh, going to make me watch that piece of shit, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, I could just do it on like a movie review show with like Demi and Andrew, but... <laughs> Either either way, I will eventually talk about it, and that will be the only praise I ever give it. Um, but anyway, uh, to return to the plot of the episode here itself. Um, so after we get the sort of intro to Ryuk, we get our intro to Light, who is in a classroom. Uh, they're teaching about, like, God. <laughs> they're just teaching religion in this classroom, uh, which is fun. And then Light's... Like, it, it seems like Light's not paying attention, but the teacher, like, gets him to, like, say something, and obviously he does it perfectly, because uh, Light's, a, Light's a smart boy. Uh, as we come to learn, he is a very smart boy. Um, and then, on his way home from school, we we hear uh, that the news is broadcasting a bunch of terrible, horrible murder and crime, and oh. Light... I'm sorry? Oh, uh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. And Light is, you know, disgusted by it. He's like, this world is rotten. And I think Ryuk also says that, and they, it's like a unison thing, which was weird. I don't know why Ryuk was saying the world was rotten. I, I, I didn't get that particular scene. I think he's just talking about, like, his world and how like he's Like the Shinigami like, realm and how it's shitty, probably. Yeah, yeah. For what, for what I've been looking at, from what I was listening to, it seems like he's... He's a god of death who hangs out with other gods, presumably of death or destruction or some fucking thing, and they're they're fucking bored. Like in early, like uh, later on in the uh, the episode, uh, uh, the, he talks about how him and the rest of the Shinigami uh, just uh, ru- uh, run around fucking around, right? And if you put a name into your death note, they all just laugh at you. And if you threaten to put their name in the fucking death note, nothing will happen at all because they are immune to it. And I, I think he's just bored with his station in his life. Uh, that's why I think he thinks the world is rotten. So he's going to go raise some hell on earth. Exactly. That's okay. Now I, I, I'm just kind of tired, so I didn't really think about it. But yeah, that's the nuance right. of the scene is that Light is saying the real world is rotten and... Ryuk is just saying that Shinigami world is rotten and he wants to do something else. And that's, those are the matching sentiments that end up bringing the two characters together. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, after that, um, we cut to Light's uh, next day in school um, where, you know, while class is going on, he sees an interesting notebook fall from the sky out the yeah, window. Fell for no reason at all. And uh, yep. if if I may, I would like to give you my uh, 
thoughts on this scene because I laughed for like a good five minutes straight after okay. uh, I fucking saw this fucking note because it reminded me of uh, <clears throat> this Patton Oswald joke, right? Where he said, I was involved in a movie that was called Deathbed, the bed that eats people. And like the tagline for the movie is this long winded joke where at the end he has to say uh, deathbed, the bed that eats people, because it's not enough to say deathbed. Right. So I said that so I could say this. I think the best line that was ever uttered in anime is this one right here. Death note as in a notebook of death, is the best line of anime so far. It's on par with the whole people die when they are killed uh, fucking line in anime. I laughed my ass off, and I just, I couldn't help but fucking just chuckle, like, excessively uh, to this fucking scene right here. I don't know why it hit my brain banana so hard, but it was it was fucking <laughs> funny, I thought. It, it is kind of funny. Like, I can see the humor of it just kind of falling out of the sky for no reason. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then suddenly there's a fucking uh, uh, a notebook for like, where did this come from? Is anyone like worried about it? Does this fucking thing not have a name of the owner inside of it? It's just fucking weird, man. Like, do, well, do I mean, we find all of that out later all, all in the, the episode. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so after class, he goes and he picks the notebook up. He he reads it. He starts to read the rules that are written inside. He reads the first rule, which is the human whose name is written inside this note shall die. And he immediately closes it and is like, yeah, this is fucking bullshit. It's like it's basically like a chain letter. Like this is absolute fucking garbage. But then he takes the notebook anyway, uh, as we find out, uh, because he goes home and he starts thinking about it. He's looking at it. And he getting decides, a little obsessed with it. Yeah, getting a little obsessed by the concept of it. Uh, reading the rest of the rules, like you know, uh, you have to have the person's face in your mind when you write their name, so that other people's uh, with the same name won't be affected. And uh, other rules. Uh, actually, that might be the only other one he reads in the first scene. Um, well, yeah, I don't you remember. have to you have to write the name of the person. And you have to write the manner in which they die in, oh, uh, yeah, in, yeah. in, in at least uh, six minutes and 40 seconds, I believe. Yeah, I yeah. so you, were, so you write go, their name. Oh, okay, go ahead. I figure that they were going to go with a 666 sort of, uh, you know, like a biblical uh, fucking uh, reference. But I, I, I like the fact that they kept it in such an odd fucking time. Like six minutes and 40 seconds, that's like a weird... Uh, you know, time limit, like who does anything like, you know, under like six ninety or six fifty nine or like, you know, six thirty or six uh, forty forty fives or twenty five, something like that. Six forty seemed like such a I wonder if there's any uh, uh, any point to that specific uh, t- uh, uh, time limit. Yeah, they're just I think they're just like setting up factors that are like will come into play later just of like how the how the notebook works in terms of like time frame cuz i the rules explain that um if you just write a person's name in the death note and you don't specify any cause of death or anything they just die of a heart attack <clears> in 40 <throat> seconds and um if you do specify the cause of death you can write the details within the 6 minute 40 second time frame um yeah. and light test the death note by just writing the name of a criminal whose name is broadcast on the tv uh, some fucking asshole who was Wasn't he like holding an a daycare. Shooter? 
He was holding a daycare hostage. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like they picked like such such a ridiculous example. Like it was like live. It was like coming to you live. This man is holding a daycare. Oh, he's holding hostages at a fucking daycare. Like what? He's like, know. I'm going to shoot all these babies if I don't get one billion dollars from Joe Biden <laughs> exactly. in five minutes. <laughs> I think it was just really silly that they picked something like so, I, I don't know, like so ridiculously morally unjust. Like, I feel like that was such an easy and unrealistic thing to pick. Like, you could have picked like something much more simple or I don't know. I feel like that was just a bit ridiculous and like not very believable that that would happen. It was a little too convenient is all I'm saying. That like the <laughs> worst thing that has ever happened of in all the fucking history of his completely area. morally like, reprehensible so that you don't feel bad at all like murders him with the death note yeah and it's even worse because they're all special needs children <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh well then it's a then it's more debatable but <laughs> <laughs> jesus Okay, um, so this, this podcast let, is getting fucking taken down off of YouTube already. Yeah, it's literally all your fucking fault. I will okay. blame you once this podcast gets yanked off the air. Because you like the, yeah, we've said it ten times worse than this on largest issue every week. Yeah, but we're just starting out though, and this guy's talking about like castration at birth immediately, and now we're just going to end up becoming like a bunch of NPC like gray blobs. Just like with no dick, you know, it's gonna fucking suck. I don't welcome like this world the... that I I don't want to live in that world of dickless gray people. Well, welcome back to Kira's kill stream, everybody. <laughs> Kira's kill stream, starring All Ethan Rao, right knees, starring Demi Gloom, the trans starring Ethan, of Ethan, starring Ralph. teenage Ethan Ralph, which is what I think a lot of people on Kiwi Farms have called me. <laughs> they say I look like Kiwi. Look like we. I look like Ethan Ralph as a teenager. You really don't like at all. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Those guys are just really, really unhealthily obsessed with the kill stream and everyone on it. It's weird, man. Like those. Like it used to be kind of funny the farms, but like uh, then after like Gamergate happened, the, the the whole place like shat itself in unison, and it's just become like literally everyone going. For like every fucking waking second of every day and night. All right, but let's get back to uh, the plot of the show. Uh, so, uh, Light writes no, this guy's talk, name in the do, death. Let's talk about obscure <laughs> internet micro celebrity that only dedicated fans of us are gonna like know about because we talk about them. Let's talk about shit. Let's make this podcast as inaccessible to a new Death Note viewer as possible. God damn I think that's it. the goal. That's what happens when you bring Demi Gloom on a podcast. Yeah, we didn't bring you on this podcast. You just fucking showed up and expected <laughs> us to welcome you, and we do because you're yeah. our friends. And then you, you just, talk about genital mutilation. You just you just fucking show up over here. No one fucking asked you to. You start talking about fucking castration and shit. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm here talking about fucking <laughs> anime. What's going on? All right. So Light writes his name in the death note. Sure. Uh, and then they, 40 seconds later, it seems like nothing happened. Light's about to turn off TV. And then the you news anchor's like, oh shit. Fucking running around going, yeah. 
He's like, oh <laughs> shit, the hostages are coming out. The police are going in. He's dead. The suspect's dead. He died. And it's like, and it's like, oh my god. But, I'm literally what? Jesus with a fucking notebook. I have <laughs> well, no, so many people I want to kill. He hasn't quite reached that yet. He hasn't quite reached that yet because he's like, it, he, he thinks it. He thinks it might still be a coincidence. coincidence. He's like, so hmm, surely this is a coincidence. Yeah, so let, me, like let me just so let me stress test this by writing another motherfucker. Uh, yeah, he's fucking, thinking uh, like I need to test this again. Uh, if I write another name, it should be a criminal. And he's like thinking about it. Um, he goes to uh, cram school. Uh, which I assume is the thing that exists in Japan that I I first learned of in Death Note. Um, what school now? Cram school. I think it's just I, like I think that's he goes to school again at night. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. essentially it, it, it's essentially fucking uh uh tutors except teachers, but in like yeah, a okay. different organized way. Basically, is what I'm thinking it is. Well, Kira's a college student, right? Uh, later, but he's a high school student in the first oh, couple he's a, episodes. He's a high school student now. I didn't know that. Yes. I thought he was a college student the whole time. No, no, no. He he starts in high school. Also, spoilers, Demi Gloom. Jeez, oh, man. Oh, that, that's such an ir- irrelevant little factoid <laughs> that you know. It's like, did you know that Peter Parker started in high school and then went to college? Dun dun dun. You know, it's the yes. <laughs> yes, Light Yagami and Peter Parker, very similar character. They really I mean, are, not, if you think about it. They both not fight really. for justice and what's right. They're I both think this, moral authorities. Yeah, this dude, like, seriously has, like, you know, a fucking Batman complex, except he has a fucking mass murder tablet, you know, in his All right, but we'll get game. there. We'll get there, because we have not gotten to that point yet where he comes to that conclusion. Uh, uh, spoiler so, alert. Spoiler alert, though. Kira does nothing wrong throughout the entire series. You, you We also... Uh, Demi... Uh, we haven't even heard that of, name yet. No, I, I don't even know who uh, I don't even know who it is. But I kind of got. Oh, yeah, if you're talking right. about light, we're talking, talking about light. About, yeah, if you're talking about light, I already kind of disagree. I don't think you have the right to just fucking write a dude's name in a fucking uh, death note and just fucking and, kill the guy. And that's I the mean, moral that's, dilemma throughout the entire show. Um, and we'll we'll more on this as it develops. Uh, but so light goes to cram school. He he considers killing a school bully, but he decides against it because he's like, I can't just kill some guy that I actually know because then it's weird. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, then, kinda weird, kind of sus. <laughs> yeah, you know, kind of sus. But you know, like I, I kind of like how he has like all these little like uh, justifications and is like, all right, can't kill an asshole that I know. Somehow, miraculously, like his paranoia fucking sets in. I, I love how fast his paranoia set in from after when he wrote the first name in the death note. I think that's like a fun little factoid, but it sort of also shows that he's also kind of a sociopath. I mean, I, I think so because he he didn't really he gave it some thought, but the thought was really quick. And you <laughs> can tell he wasn't thinking about it all day intensively. It was like, huh, I wonder if I'll sit by Steve at lunch. Should I write this bully's name down in my murder fucking tablet? Hmm, I can fucking have him like just, you know, die in any fucking way. You know, and pizza the, would the be most, nice right now at lunch. Hmm. The most sociopathic part about it is that he's not questioning whether it's the right or wrong thing to do. He's questioning how it's going to affect his life. Yeah, like not, he, he not immediately. Like the other person. 
Yeah, he immediately uh, doesn't like realize that literally nobody would ever think to themselves, hey, does that loner uh, guy in the fucking back of the classroom with a, a black tablet, this black notebook that says Death Note, do you think that he's writing the names down of people and they magically die when he wants them to? No one in the fucking world would ever suspect that, like at all. Unless you were just like in the middle of the fucking road going, hey, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. And that's another thing that I really liked about this world is a lot of people are really forthcoming with their first and last names, like in their introductions, like that uh, fucking dude, for instance, the part that Riley was about to get to, if I may, because I, I kind of want to tell my little like reaction to this. Um, well, can I like say the part and then you like talk about how you felt about it? Like we haven't even said set it oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was about to, I was about to do that, but you go ahead, you go ahead. Oh, if you want, if you want to set, I, I just want to say real quick. So, uh, light, uh, he leaves cram school and like he walks by like some people and we kind of hear just like general bustling, like there's girls talking about a speed dating party. There's some, like, fat kid who's complaining about his mom because she didn't pick him up on time. Ah! <laughs> oh, in the rain. <laughs> My mom is so useless. It's so funny. But yeah, um, This is why I couldn't have the death note. Anyone that was like, oh, this is Steve, Dave. All right, you're in the death note, heart attack. All right, get out of the way, asshole. You're all this day, blah, blah, death, death note. note. <laughs> Over. Heart attack, uh. heart attack, heart attack. <laughs> Uh, fucking sneeze, sneeze and have an aneurysm. Just real bullshit fucking deaths. Like, you know, uh, dies crossing the road, chasing after a fucking puppy, dead. You know, <laughs> just uh, trips and falls into a fucking sewer well, fucking dead. <laughs> you know, just bullshit ass deaths, yep. man. <laughs> but, uh, so, Light is, like, monologuing to himself about how, oh, maybe, maybe it wouldn't bad if somebody got rid of all these fucking stupid ass people <laughs> and then that's when he goes to the like bookstore or whatever and then and then mo you want to tell us what happened tell us your reaction to it all right so their light was just minding his own business trying to ignore a crime the you know happening and this guy this these bikers little uh like your typical like mid to late 90s sort of uh uh, a Japanese biker gang, like some are on bikes, some of our mopeds, a couple are on regular bikes. And I said that because I, I sort of noticed that in, in Light's room, there's a uh, TV uh, VCR combo. And that kind of made me in the whole like aesthetic in this so far. It seems to be very like late uh, 90s. Like there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of tech. And I always love how. I mean, it's. In the it, it like shows that it's 2006. Like this does uh, not I, take place in the 90s. It shows that it's in 2006. Okay, well, fuck you. All right, I was making a fucking <laughs> point. Secondly, you know, and there's a despite it being 2006, it kind of does like a lot of uh Japanese animes, the ones that are like in real uh, time. Uh, it, it's like they uh, they never really wanted to get out of the 90s. So you'll always see like, you know, a, a dude with a tape deck or uh, a fucking TV, uh, TV uh, VCR combo in there. And I fucking love the shit out of that. The, the fucking cell phones are all those Nokia bricks uh, from like the early 2000s, like late 90s. I, I always loved that. 
anyway, I, I, I just really liked that aesthetic. I thought they did really well putting that into the show. But anyway, so uh, their light is just, you know, trying to read his fucking smut or whatever it was that he was reading. And this guy is like, hey, my name is Jim Bob. I would like to have uh, sex with you non-consensually. And they're like, <laughs> oh, no, please, no, don't. No, I don't want that. Yeah, bitch, get over here. <laughs> and so Light was like, you thought that he was just ignoring a travesty happening, not trying to be a good guy. It actually turns out he really was. Dun, dun, dun. He was writing the dude's name in the notebook or in the death book or death note, whatever the fuck this fucking death thing book. is called. It's called the death one. note. Death note, death book, <laughs> book of death. Uh, you know, you can anyway. also just call it the notebook. They call it the notebook a lot, so that's fine. Oh, okay, okay. So anyway, he writes the dude's fucking name in the fucking death notebook. And uh, he just fucking, you know, the chick fucking breaks away from the guy. And he was like, hey, come back here. I am not finished with you. And he just gets fucking hit by a goddamn truck the way that fucking rapist should be <laughs> fucking killed. All right, so that was fucking based, you know, on light. You know, light gets a little base point, you know, kill the rapist. Good job. Scared the shit out of the rest of the gang. I'm sure they'll turn to Christ, you know, after this, uh, 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 their leader getting fucking killed, like right in front of them. You know, I'm, I'm sure that will happen. But yeah, that was a, a really cool fucking scene. And it happened real fucking quick, too. Like it was in the space of four, maybe five seconds. Hey, bitch, get over here. I'm not fucking done. Vroom, vroom, turns around, splat, fucking dead. I, I fucking love that. That was a cool little fucking scene. And the look on his face when it finally dawns on him, oh, wow, I really do have fucking great powers. Holy this shit. This thing is real. Holy shit. Yeah. But then so, he goes uh, home. And Riley, yeah. what happens when he goes home? Uh, so actually, before he goes home, we actually do cut back to the Shinigami realm, uh, where... Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, Ryuk, uh, tells his Shinigami friends that he dropped his death note, and they're all making fun of him. They're like, where'd you drop it? You gotta know what happened to it. And he's like, yeah, I dropped it in the human world. So... And they were Ryuk, like, what? <laughs> they're like, what? Why'd you do that? And now... Ryuk sprouts his, like, gross demon wings, and he goes on down to the human world. Uh, I do want to say, I would like to say that a lot of the Death Note world, the, the, the what was the realm again? Shinigami, Shimi, Shinigami, Shinigami realm? realm. Yeah. A lot of the demons kind of look like Guilty Gear X characters, I gotta say. Like, there's some, like, uh, I, I see some of the uh, uh, sort of, like, similar art style. Uh, with that, and I, I really, really enjoy that. Uh huh. And so after so you've I never guess, played Guilty Gear X, uh, have you? I have not. No, unfortunately. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I figured you or Demi would have said something. A uh, Demi, have uh, you played have you Guilty Gear, played? Demi? I don't even know what that is. Oh wow, really? You guys don't know what Guilty Gear is? I know Fucking that Tom Oliver game. from the PCP did a lecture on its plot. That's all I know about Guilty Gear. Yeah, it, it was a really good lecture, but uh. Yeah, man, fucking uh, Guilty Gear is a really badass uh, anime-heavy fighting game. Has all sorts of stuff. Has a lot of characters that look a little bit like the Shinigami. Like, just a little bit. Not very much. There's some stylish, uh, stylish stuff in there, I think, that kind of looks similar. 
And I think there's one that has like weird demon wings or has a, a demon wing, a demon, a winged demon for a pet that kind of looks like uh, that dude's fucking uh, wings. Yeah, um, I, I definitely want to check out Guilty Gear at some point. I've I'll, it's definitely a franchise that I'm interested in checking out. It's definitely right up my alley, like art style wise and stuff. Yeah, the art st- the art style is fucking awesome. Like the it's it's really really well done. I think I don't think there's like a it doesn't feel generic like a this lot looks of like, uh, this looks like Genshin Impact. I actually haven't played Genshin Impact. I've seen enough of it to know that it looks pretty good. But uh, I don't know if it looks like a good game, but I definitely love the art uh, for Genshin Impact, not Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear looks like a good game. <laughs> Genshin Impact is just Breath of the Wild, but better from what I've played. What? It's like very it's like comparable gameplay and world and it's just funner. Like Breath of the I have a lot of problems with Breath of the Wild, but we can talk about that another time. Yeah, definitely. Um so actually it seems like uh so Mo was saying this is right after he goes home from the motorcycle guy. I think 5 days actually passed in the world at this point uh, because Ryuk said was, he waited. I thought it was just 2. No, because Ryuk said it had been five days, and that's why it was time for him to go to the unit. Because oh, okay, the okay. death note had already been there for five days. Um, I, must have, to... I, I must have like missed that part. Yeah, understandable. The death note is the kind of show where like you can miss one thing and like be entirely like misinformed, which um, I'll yeah. talk about when we get to the parts that happened to me, which is way later. Um, but. Uh, so Light comes home from school, he talks to his mom, gives him the result test that he took, and he's the best best in the class, as usual. Um, his mom's really nice to him, and Light's just like, I'm going to study in my room, don't... Yeah, go away, <laughs> Mom! I'm going to do my gothic Death Note stuff. I'm going to watch yeah, fucking Yeah, go away, Jack Mom! Skellington. I have to kill people! I have to kill criminals, Mom! Jeez! Do you <laughs> smell that, Mom? It's a stench of the scum of goth... I mean, uh, uh... Whatever the town we're in in Japan. So yeah, this dude, the light is straight up Batman, except with fucking psychotic and sociopathic tendencies. Well, what's like, funny is that there is like a tendencies. There's like a famous YouTube video by like a notable anime YouTuber that is poses the Batman solve the case of of light and like. Could could Batman solve that case? That that's the video. <laughs> no, Batman's not like a real detective. He just beats the shit out of people. No, he's a fucking real detective. What are you even talking about? He is. I don't know. He's just. He's just Dude, not. He's, like the he's greatest. straight up. No, nah, man. He's he got a natural twenty in fucking detective skills, man. Like he's a really good detective. Like it doesn't really show it too well in the movies. They only show that really. They kind of only really show that in the dark night, but they didn't really do a good job of really doing that too. Well, I, I guess they, they, they did less of a job doing that, but in, in the very first, uh, the dark night rises, I think they, they did a little, they did more detective work, but, uh, they, they completely stopped that full stop with the third fucking dark night movie, which was a giant piece of shit. But yeah, I, I believe it. Ugh, not good. Not good. Yeah, but Batman's a, a fucking like S class fucking detective. 
I guess I just wasn't aware of that. My well, we'll see. We'll see how he compares up. to other detectives later. <laughs> oh, oh shit! <laughs> but anyway, uh, so Light uh, goes to his room, locks the door, opens the death note. We see he's written a shit ton of names. He starts like maniacally laughing to himself about it, uh, and then that's when Ryuk appears behind him. <clears throat> He says, like, wow, you've written a lot of names. And then Light turns around and screams because <laughs> he sees this fucking monster creature in his room. Yeah, you figured that you wouldn't scream like a little bitch when you see, like, the, the fucking embodiment of death. Well, maybe another in his mind because he, he goes quite off the deep end. And I have to say, uh, dude, the dude's a fucking Grim Reaper, man. It's just weird how, like, a, uh, like I said, uh, what was I saying? Um, yeah, the dude's a fucking Grim Reaper. I mean, he fucking wrote so many fucking names in that fucking book. Well, like in that, I guess that week. So the dude's been on a fucking killing spree. And I was kind of thinking, you know, like he's going to jack up the fucking heart problem statistics in the fucking healthcare industry in that fucking country. They're probably going to think that like, hey, do we have like a pandemic where like heart attacks are just happening randomly out of the blue? Because people are dropping dead of a lot of cardiac-related uh, incidents. Yeah, uh, that is a good point. Um, but uh, Ryuk talks to Light. He's impressed uh, with the number of murders that he's committed in just five days. And like s- tells Light a little bit about the notebook and its attachment to uh, the Shinigami realm and to him. And uh, Ryuk asks Light why the only cause of death he specified was the motorcycle guy, and he just killed the rest with the default heart attacks. And Light explains that he did this because he wants people to know that something is going on. Like, he wants people to figure out that somebody is, like, passing judgment upon criminals. And he explains to Ryuk his big grand plan that he's going to cleanse the world of all crime and of all evil and bad and then he's going to become the god of this new, better world. And that's that's when we learn of Light's main motivation. So Yeah, uh, he fucking goes full-on fucking, I am become god! You know, I like, within, like, a week. the new world! Yeah, he, be, he had, literally has delusions of ultimate grandeur. A week having this fucking notebook, man. And I, I fucking love the shit out of it. I also like the fact that, uh... uh uh, the what? What's the uh, uh, the fucking Shinigami's name again? Ryuk. Ryuk. I love his affinity for apples. I'm sure there's a biblical uh, uh, connection somewhere. I'm sure, like somehow, like there'll be later on in this series, he'll have some throwaway note of you know apples being the greatest temptation or something like that. But I, I, I kind of like that a little bit. He likes apples. Yeah, he really likes apples. Uh, Light's mom... Oh, yeah, Light's mom brings him some apples. That's when uh, Light realizes nobody else can see or hear Ryuk and that it's only him because he has the Death Note. Uh, so Ryuk is just this force that nobody else can see. Um, and I like that Ryuk uh, points out, like, immediately after hearing Light's plan, he's like, but if you did that, you'd be the only bad person left. And Light's like, no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I'm an honor student, bitch. <laughs> I'm oh, a great yeah, he guy. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, usually usually people in those types of shows 
uh, they'll be like, no, I'm not, or their fucking brains fucking blow up because they can't handle that fucking paradox, right? But the fucking light straight up fucking goes up. Dude, I'm a fucking honor student. No one's ever going to fucking suspect me. Like, this dude is like, you know, dived deep into the fucking I am a god uh, fucking mentality. I also love the uh, when he's writing all the names, the animation. Oh Pardon. yeah, definitely. Yeah, the the animation's really fucking good. How it's just like he writes off a Y or a Q or something like shing shing shing, like it was a really really oh, well yeah. done. And he's like theme. writing names, and it's juxtaposed with their death scenes, and there's like people collapsing of heart attacks in like prison that and like just like on badass. the street, <laughs> just like and yeah, was. there's like, one who like falls like... through like a glass window. Yeah, it was really fucking good. That was a badass segment. Like, I think that was a little bit early on in the show. Like, like they <laughs> that shit escalated quickly. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. they could have done they could have done a better job, like, of his evolution. Because, like, he should have like he started off as like somewhat morally adjusted, like voice of reason. Like, I'm only gonna do this every now and then, or this is for the worst of the worst. To just like a fucking killing machine in like eight seconds. And yeah, I don't but think the thing that... is, the the like. The evolution in the character development of Light Yagami in a way is not a focus of the show, and it doesn't have to. And it's a good thing that it's not, because the show focuses on other things, uh, which will, again, more on that as it develops. <laughs> we, yeah, we, get, just... we get Light set up as who he is and what he's doing, and we get a flashback scene that's sort of like, he he's like freaking out because he killed two guys, and then eventually that's when he sort of takes himself through the mental loops of... But wait a minute, though. These people need to die. If somebody's got to do it, why not me? And that's that's when he sort of reaches that conclusion. I just, hey, from wrote- episode one, I find it very hard to believe. They do a bad job demonstrating, because I feel like they're trying to demonstrate that he was a morally adjusted person who fell deep into this rabbit hole and became a villain. You know what I mean? I feel like they do a poor job of illustrating that he was once morally adjusted or average because I feel like he's very like narcissistic and fucking psychotic from the very beginning. And yeah. I don't think that was intentional. I think they tried <laughs> to make him seem more reasonable during the beginning. Well, here's the thing about that. Uh, you know, there are people that if you gave them that kind of power, they'd snap a lot sooner than you think. Like, you know, it sort of brings up the question, are people really as good as you think they are? you know, give them a little bit of power and everyone becomes a fucking Pol Pot or a Hitler or something. Yeah, that's actually a a question I wanted to pose um, is what do you guys think you would, if you're thinking about it realistically, what do you guys think you would do if you were presented with this power? Would you try it? Would you use it for some sort of purpose? Uh, uh, Let's hear from Demi. I want to know what Demi would do with the death. This is really funny, Riley, because I was actually... Donald Trump! (laughs) (laughs) I was actually... I was actually going to propose a segment for this show. I was going to say at the end of the show, we should all like say like if we had to kill somebody with the death note, who we would choose and why. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> I like that. To be like it's forced just gonna all to, be you know politicians. What I mean? You know what this fucking this yeah, is going to amount to? Yeah. But then, but then we'll McConnell. eventually. Yeah, we'll eventually run out of politicians and senators and congressmen. We'll eventually, wipe out the entire House of Representatives. <laughs> Oh no! Everyone in Washington is dead. Hey, I would be, dude. I would be begging fucking uh 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 Ryuka. What's his name? 
Ryoko? Ryuk. Ryuk? Fuck. All right, Ryuk. I have to write down fucking names now. But I would be begging him for more and more and more death notes. <laughs> it's like, I need another copy, bro. I'm, I'm tapped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> another copy. Fucking Bill O'Reilly. Fucking Alex Jones. <laughs> no, we keep Alex, no, we can, we keep Alex Jones. We get rid of fucking Rachel Maddow. Fucking well, Mitch McConnell. Mitch we'll McConnell, of, of course. If we can kill Alex Jones, we can kill uh, Rachel Maddow. Hypothetically, no, no, only if we had no, a death no, 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 no. I would we, never. We've got. I would never like take a gun and like go murder people in Washington. No more. Okay, no I would more never of this. Do that. I don't like this bit. I don't want the show to become overly political. <laughs> Fucking did you know it's, Did you know it's illegal to say I want to kill the president? Oh Jesus Christ! Whoever's doing some editing is going to have a lot of <laughs> editing to do. Uh, it's it's going to be Jason, and he's not going to listen to it. He's just going to cut out all the silences and fucking ship it out. <laughs> no, um, and also no, but seriously, like Alex Jones has to live. We have to have Alex Jones. He's yeah, no be killing Alex Jones. Yeah, he's going to be president of the United States in the Death Note world because that's the only thing that makes sense. So I think <laughs> in my world. I think Ethan Ralph has to go, honestly. Fuck uh, Ethan Ralph. I, I can't, I can't stop you. I can't stop just you. Like, if he could just go, things would be better. Fucking Mr. Girl. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I would fight you for the privilege to write his name in the fucking Yeah. Book. All right. Well, let's not have, start the Mr. Girl conversation on the Death Note podcast, please. Listen, you, nobody respond to this. All I'm going to say is I would take my time writing Mr. D- Girl's death down. Oh, it'd be like details. a page and a half. Like, you it know... Be, I read a whole book. <laughs> All right, then fucking it stop. Would be, okay. It would be a run-on sentence. There would be a lot of and, and, and. and, and. <laughs> it started off with him getting hit upside the head with a paint can. And he then he fucking tumbled. <laughs> he tumbled on the side of a bus. He got fucking smacked into a pile of fucking dogs and shit on him. And bit it's it's like Chef's death in South Park. Yes, where exactly. it's just like, Oh, God, yes. and- Dude, it's going to be like <laughs> Chef's death and Mr. Bean, like, you know, like, just gets stomped on by a fucking marching band in the middle at like three in the morning in fucking New York. Let's stop talking about the gruesome death of this real human being. <laughs> boom, 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 you know, comparing it to fictional characters. In, in Minecraft. Yeah, in <laughs> Minecraft only. I would never murder Mr. Girl in real life. Only in the Death Note universe. <laughs> I think you should directly uh, pose Mr. Girl. You should become Mrs. Boy. and Mrs. Boy? Fight, fight, her. fight him one-on-one. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> but anyway, um, so... We kind of went hard in the paint with that fucking uh, little bit that you... <laughs> The bit that you propose, huh, Demi? <laughs> we yeah. had a lot of gonna, names in being. I don't know if we're going to do that every episode. I don't want to have a political conversation every fucking this time entire, we do this show. The, the FBI is going to shut down this podcast if every episode we're just <laughs> talking about people we would kill. It's like, That'd listen, we, awesome. we wiped out all of Congress. Next week, we're going to start with the Senate. Demi, you go ahead and start. I'll go ahead and write down Bro, these names. Imagine, 
imagine we like at the end of every podcast we say like five or six people that we want dead and like a day after the podcast goes up all those people die <laughs> they all attack. die so so fucking light is listening to this podcast writing those names <laughs> down for us <laughs> mitch mcconnell rachel Maddow. <laughs> all right come on no more this is this is all jokes um yes no, all jokes real. To be no, done in Minecraft. For real though, do you guys think you would use the Death Note were it 100%. to be presented to you? I, I I would I would think that I wouldn't, but I would like if you catch me in a mood that I'm say in right now, no, I'd go and fucking throw it into the fires of Mordor. You know, but if you got me while I was in a bad mood, that bitch is going to get filled up halfway by fucking dinner. I would take every pedophile and write their name down twice. <laughs> <laughs> you would press the button twice. I would write their name down twice. <laughs> write the name of the death note twice. No, I would 100% unironically do it. I think that if, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like asking, like, would you kill Hitler if you could go back in time? Yes. Uh, I would kill the next Hitler. So, I Riley, I would kill Riley. But would you kill baby Hitler? <sighs> Oh, I would totally kill baby Hitler. I would I mutilate his I, genitals and then kill him. Oh my god, will you stop with the fucking shit? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, I don't all think, right. I don't, I don't think that I would kill baby Hitler. I would, like, have him, like, be abducted by, like, a bunch of gypsies or something, like, when he's, like, six or seven. Just give him the better America parents. By, give him Jewish parents. Well, no, that, <laughs> yeah, that's, there you go. that's expected. What, what, what if we, and, we and give him Jewish parents and then, like, we find out, like, Quadruple the amount of Jews died in the Holocaust because of it. Totally like, all right, all right, no more. Uh, the moratorium, no more. <laughs> so I mean, good. well, like, oh, okay. Let me just wrap it up by saying this: I wouldn't want to give them Jewish parents because everyone's just expects us to go the ironic way. Like, it's funny because Hitler had Jewish parents. He did. He's like, nah, fucking have him like wandering around like a fucking gypsy. He'll probably end up in Romania or some shit, and he'll be far away from Germany. He won't even fucking know about it. There might not even be a World War II, or like, you know, it'd be like on a lesser, smaller scale. I think the moral of the story is that Light Yagami would probably kill Baby Hill. I think a funny, a funny like show or like concept would like a funny bit would be people keep going back in time to like kill hitler like change the circumstances but every single time hitler's not involved more people die so the only option is to let the holocaust happen because oh that's like god <laughs> that's, the, that's the least people die because in that <laughs> parallel universe this is about as offensive as that one fucking uh episode uh, oh man uh ah oh, fuck the whitest kids you know uh like there was a before they got big they were like they they had a fucking hot they had a uh a fucking uh, a freezer that doubled as a time machine and they were like holy fucking shit we got a freezer that is like a time machine we got to go back in time and stop 911 bum 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 it goes through like this whole fucking thing and then it turns out wait your mom is fading from this picture like fucking in back to the future and he goes you know what this means we gotta go back in time and stop on our stop ourselves from stopping 9-11 it's so all right, all right, all right, all right. Right. it's a fucking death note show god damn it <laughs> <laughs> 
This, dude, this is one of the this is one of the funniest podcast episodes we've ever. <laughs> you know, I really enjoy myself. I was thinking maybe you know, like fuck it, we might as well just embrace the absurd and just fucking go for it. You know, yeah, castrating baby Hitler. You know, going back and stopping people <laughs> from stopping nine eleven. I mean, we might as well just fucking go for it. Writing Mitch McConnell, Rachel Maddow's name with the fucking death note. Listen, if you aren't already gone, but you're about to click off, please give us one more chance. Debbie will not be here next time. We'll do it. No, Debbie's going to be here every single time because I need someone to host. Yeah, you okay? Clear up your Tuesdays and Thursdays at ten thirty. Then Debbie Gloom. I definitely don't have. I don't have school on Tuesdays and Thursdays, or the day after Tuesdays and Thursdays. I don't have school on Wednesdays and ever. I okay, well, I guess Demi Gloom's a co-host now. Hey, everybody. There, there we go. Uh, but anyway, uh, so... Did we finish the episode, like, the plot? I think, the I, I think we're done, basically. So, yeah, we know Light's goals now. He wants, he wants to become God of the New World. And that's where the episode ends, is he, he states that plan, and he goes to enact it. He wrote Jeffrey Epstein's name in the kill uh, in the uh, death note. <laughs> he wrote. Then he wrote cause of death suicide. <laughs> suicide. Yeah. Uh, so he did kill himself, but it wasn't his fault. Dun, 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 dun. I think we just and, solved uh, the Epstein mystery. Can we just man, can we mention? Can we make sure we mention eight more like a. Offensive, sensitive topics, please. And I don't yeah. think we've done it okay, enough. Okay, yeah. How long do you got, man? I got Columbine. Uh, we can talk about oh, the no, fucking. La- we can talk stop. about the Las Vegas shooter. You know, we can talk about the validity stop. of the fucking Sandy Hook shooting. We can talk about oh, racist actors. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, you know, like yeah. We can talk about like the last tweet from the Vegas shooter was if they if I had to listen to one more goddamn night of fucking country music and she just sort of trails off. You know, we can talk about that. Is that true? <laughs> no, that's absolutely not true. I made it up. Oh, okay. It that's a really a joke. specific thing to make up. <laughs> I, it, it's, it's a joke that I stole from the internet back when the uh, uh, Vegas shooting, which, you know, strangely enough, we know very little to nothing about. <laughs> All right. Uh, but anyway, so I, I think I'm going to steal. Oh, go ahead. I, I, I do want to say that I love the uh, the consequences of using the fucking death note that there are rules in accordance oh, with shit. using it. Yeah. Like how I you're basically, I, if, if I remember correctly, you're basically just shut out of all aspects of the afterlife. Like you yeah, don't get into heaven or hell. Yeah. The person who uses a death note cannot go to heaven or hell. They just, just nothing. They can, they die and it's nothing. No, they don't say that it's nothing. They say they can't tell you what happened. Oh, they so said that. so I, my theory was always that it was like the Shinigami realm. Yeah, they like probably they become into, a Shinigami, and that's probably what Shinigami becomes, are. Yeah, probably becomes another uh, uh, death god or another uh, uh, reaper or something like that. Yeah, that is a theory that a lot of people have, but we never really uh, get any confirmation. Well, don't tell on me. That. Don't don't tell me if we do or not. But anyway, yeah, uh, fucking, I gotta say, my first episode of Death Note. Uh, I'm really, really liking this so far. Nine out of ten. Great opening episode. Okay, um, so I was about to say, um, so I think I'm going to steal Rad's system for the wrap-up here, uh, where after every episode, we're going to talk about our favorite character in the episode, our favorite scene in the episode, and then rate it out. Uh, So uh, Moe's already jumped the gun. Can we say something we don't like about the episode? 
I mean, if you want to, uh, but we're also right. going to like generally wrap up our thoughts before we right. even do okay. those three things. So I guess final thoughts generally before we say favorite scene, favorite character, rated out of 10, uh, just final thoughts in general, if you want to give them Demi Gloom. I just want to say, uh, final thoughts wise, I think it would have been a lot better during the scene where he's like watching the the preschool, <laughs> an active shooter at a preschool. God, or shut the fuck up! Situation. No, 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 no. no. Wait, 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 no. This is special funny. needs. This is not special edgy. needs kids one. <laughs> no, this isn't. This isn't edgy. This is funny. I think it would have been better if he was watching the TV and it said suspect was identified as American 36 year old man, Sam Hyde. <laughs> and, then, and then Kira wrote Sam Hyde and pictured his face. And then somewhere Sam Hyde drops dead and the shooter gets away. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not alt-right, I just think that's funny. No, that's fucking that was... funny. Like, no, like Sam Hyde is like the god of school shootings, man. You you can't stop him. <laughs> you can't keep getting away with it. Yeah, like, you can't keep getting away with it! <laughs> so fucking terrible. <laughs> this is the best podcast ever, no, man. This Ten is out great, of but it's also terrible. Oh, no, this um, is fucking great. Uh, so, Mo, uh, general final thoughts? Okay, like I said, 9 out of 10, great opener. Uh, uh, I haven't watched the series at all, so I couldn't really uh, elaborate on any, like, weaknesses or, like, you know, any shitty takes or anything like that. I really don't have any criticisms whatsoever. Uh, I thought that if you were to do an anime opening episode, this is exactly, like, how you should do one. Like, the thing about Attack on Titan that, that I have is that it takes a little bit to get into, like the first two or three episodes. Oh, okay, okay, it's that kind of a show. With Death Note, however, I'm I'm super, you know, hooked into it, and I'm interested in seeing how uh, the rest of the series goes. Uh, so my general final thoughts: definitely a great start. Um, I really like how it sets up Light as a character. Um, I'm really, the, I, I'm saving a lot of thoughts for like when we get much farther. Like, Obviously, I'm telling yeah. you, the finale yeah. episode of this podcast is going to be, like, four fucking hours long, and neither of you escape it. <laughs> just just going to warn you now, 36 episodes from now, we're going to have a long one. <laughs> I'm sure. But, um... Yeah, uh, definitely a great intro episode. Uh, I, I, I like how it just sets up. Things just start going. That's the thing about Death Note, is that it's so kinetic. Things just go. Like it does not, it does not feel like Death Note ever wastes time to me. Uh, I agree with that actually. I think e for better or worse, Death Note doesn't waste time. Sometimes I think they like, like what I said earlier. I feel like it could use a little bit more like escalation, but at the same time, I definitely do appreciate the lack of filler and just general um, continue. It's continuously entertaining, and there's no uh, not a whole lot of in between. Even when there's not like a whole lot of plot going on which there usually is it's always very like reliably entertaining and there's you're never gonna feel like an episode was insignificant yeah there's there's a point to every scene in the uh the episode that i've noticed so far you know there's a 
something's going on, even if it's subtle little stuff like uh, just watching fucking light walk around, you know, like walking around, checking out the environment and all that, hearing his thoughts and all that. Even something as irrelevant as like his introduction in the fucking schoolroom while they're reading uh, 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 parts from the Bible. You know, maybe that doesn't mean anything to anyone else, but it's just it's cool because we start off the bat with a character establishment from both uh, uh, Ryuk and fucking Light. Did I get the name right? Yes. yes. Good job. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, we start with immediate character development, a bored god and, you know, an extremely bored fucking high school student who, and they both think the fucking world is rotten, but for different reasons. And it's their world, not each other's world. And I, I like that. I like the immediate connection to both the characters. Okay. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, so uh, let's do our final three wrap-up questions here. Uh, so favorite character in the episode, uh, Mo. I, I guess I'll just go with Light because we spent the most time with him. Okay, that's definitely fair. Um, what about you, Demi? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Ryuk. He's just a cutie pie. and uh, cutie patootie. He's yeah, he's really cute, and I like him. His personality's funny. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, it obviously goes to either Ryuk in this episode. They're the primary focus. There's not really a lot of like meaningful side characters in the show yet. Of course, in this first episode, so it's kind of between those two. And I think I'll give it to Light because uh, you know this this episode sets up his personality very well and just how he does things and. I think it's very consistent. It continues to be uh, throughout the series. Uh, so I like how they set him up in this episode. He's probably my favorite character in this episode. Uh, yeah. Favorite scene. Oh, I have a question. Oh, I have a question. Oh, sure. Uh, is his sister in this episode? No. Okay. I'll talk yeah, about like, her later. <laughs> I, I was about to say, you know, I don't know if there's a whole lot of fans for like, you know, the, the fat kids stuck out in the rain or like, you know, the mom or anything. It's like, oh his man, mom, I really I like identify with the mom, or, you know, or like the fat kids. Yeah, no, stuck we in haven't the rain. been introduced to like the sister or the dad yet or any of the other characters, so Oh, okay. So they're not gonna do the usual single parent uh, Japanese household thing that a lot of anime do? No, no, there is a there is a father. Uh, who we will meet, oh, okay. I believe, next episode. Uh, but anyway, uh, so favorite scene, Demi Gloom. Um, honestly, uh, it's been a while since I actually watched the episode. I couldn't pinpoint my favorite scene. Uh, I, I think the hostage situation that he saw on TV was pretty awesome. And I think he shouldn't have killed that guy. He should have let that situation escalate. <laughs> should have let that scene play out. <laughs> yeah. I, I really think, you know, just watching that scene really reminds us, reminds me of why we shouldn't play God and why we <laughs> should just, you know, let accept reality as it is without tampering with the supernatural. I think that, uh, yeah. Sorry, special needs kids, but we can't play God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Uh, my favorite scene is probably, uh, the death of the biker. Uh, cause that's when like, you know, the reality sets in that the death note is real. It's also just a really, uh, well animated scene. And of course it's a fucking scumbag getting what he fucking deserves. Uh, so that's also pretty great. Receiving I, what I, he earned. <laughs> receiving what he earned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what the last thing to go through his mind was? What? His ass. 
<laughs> I didn't think right. that Demi was going to be muted for that. I figured I'd get a bigger <laughs> laugh out of that joke. Very but, um, unfortunate. Mo, what was your favorite scene? Oh, it's definitely the writing scene where he's just like fucking going ham on the fucking pages of the Death Note. Uh, fucking going us just writing everything. The, uh, the, uh, whoosh with the fucking pen in his hand and while he's fucking doing little uh, twirls with it writing down fucking people's names I thought that was a really really well done scene it was like the, I think that's what really hooked me on the uh, the show itself yeah I can definitely see that alright uh, so I guess we gotta rate the episode out of 10 and I'll go first here uh, so I don't there's gonna be no episode that I rate any lower than probably a seven. We'll see. We'll see if that changes as I go on and like watch these individual episodes and discuss them. Um, but right now, that's kind of what I have ranged in my head. And this first episode is great, but the show does definitely get much, much better. Um, but I'd say there's also weaker episodes later on uh, than this one. So I'm gonna give this one a solid. Eight. Is gonna be my score for this first episode. Uh, what about you, Mo? Uh, oh, you already I'll, said nine. Yeah, I'm yeah. good with it being a nine out of ten. Fucking great episode. What was yours? Did you say eight? You cut out a little. Yes. Okay. Uh, what about you, Demi? Uh, I'm going to give it a solid seven out of ten. I don't think it was as great as you guys are making it out to be. I think it was very artistic. It was very, It was a very good introduction to Death Note. But as I said before, it really doesn't do a good job of illustrating the transition from sane, morally adjusted human being to deranged psychopath serial killer. Uh, it needs to be, I felt like there needed to be a little bit more of a transitional period and uh, a little bit more of a gray area in order to properly illustrate his uh, downward spiral, I guess. And also uh, Sam Hyde wasn't in it and that was a very huge disappointment. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so, anything else anybody wants to say uh, before we? Oh, there is a there's a little segment I want. I'll probably do this before the final three questions and the final thoughts in the future. But I kind of forgot about it for a second. Um, so I'm using uh, the Death Note wiki as sort of like a reminder to glance at while I'm going through the plot. And the Death Note wiki has this handy little section uh, where it says all the Death Note rules that are revealed during the episode. So I think we should just go over those. Uh, for every episode, that would be a good thing to do. Because um, I, because they show Death Note rules like during the transition, I miss them, mm -hmm. so we can kind of go mm -hmm. over them here. Um, so the rules that were revealed in this episode uh, were, you know, the normal one: there's the human whose name is written in this note shall die. This note will not take effect unless the writer has the person's face in their mind when writing his name. Therefore, people sharing the same name will not be affected. If the cause of death is written within 40 seconds of writing the person's name, it will happen. If the cause of death is not specified, the person will simply die of a heart attack. After writing the cause of death, details of the death should be written in the next 6 minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, this note shall become the property of the human world once it touches the ground of the human world. The owner of the note can recognize the image and owner, the god of death. Uh, the human who uses this note can either go to heaven and those are the rules that were revealed in this episode. Which, yeah, the neither heaven nor hell thing. Definitely really interesting. Yeah, and that's kind of fucked up that that wasn't explained to him beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> because maybe, maybe like, you, you could have fucking, like, let me know before I just offed, a, like, a hundred fucking different people. 
you know, because maybe that would have weighed in on my fucking ideas. And, you know, it's I think that's also unfair because if someone's all like, you know, Steve Dave and, you know, lol uh, fucking gets hit by a bus and his buddy Steve Dave gets hit by a fucking bus. And like, you know, if they just don't know and they don't fucking believe it, like, you know, is there any wiggle rooms with these rules? You know, like, uh, are there exceptions, addendums, you know, you know, the, the poor bastard. You know, well, then again, he's all into the God delusion now. So, you know, does he even fucking really care at all? Does it change anything? I guess not really, huh? He doesn't, because I guess uh, well, we forgot to point this out uh, when we went over this scene, but Light <laughs> was, like, fully prepared to die for this. Like, the Shinigami showed up, and he was like, okay, I guess I kind of expected this. Uh, what do you need, my soul? Is that what's going to happen? So, like, Light was just ready to die right there. So, So it's obvious he's very... He's very invested, and thus the heaven nor hell thing wouldn't really deter him. Yeah, he he's went on full on extremist with it. All right, uh, any final thoughts about the rules or anything else? Wrap things up. No, I I like the rules. I think they're really cool. I'm hoping they expand upon them during the episode during the season. Yeah, the, seasons. Literally every transition is a death note rule, and a lot of them are new. So like we get a lot of new rules per episode. This this thing oh, has a lot of rules. Okay. Yeah, oh, so it's it's not just the few episode uh, rules that we've heard of, then, huh? No, there's a, there's a lot of rules, and we kind of we start to learn more as it goes on. It's really interesting. Nice. So, uh, that's it for the first episode of Kira's Kingdom. Here, I guess we'll go around the room, do our do our plugs. Uh, Demi Gloom, where can our listeners find you? All right, um, I'm taking a bit of a break from quote unquote content, I should say. That's not to say I'm not going to put anything out, but that's really just not where I've been like focused mentally. So really, I want to plug the Brony Initiation podcast. It's a show I do with Riley where we review My Little Pony episodes. And I think it's if you like this show, you like the dynamic. I think you'll enjoy that podcast, even if you don't like My Little Pony. I have multiple people who said they hate My Little Pony, but love that podcast. So clearly we're doing something right. Just search the Brony Initiation podcast on your podcast app. Otherwise, if you're really so morbidly curious as to what I do on the internet. You can follow my Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, or um, telonym at Demigloom, D-E-M-I-G-L-O-O-M. And you'll find uh, a very interesting, you'll go down an interesting rabbit hole, to say the least. All right. And yeah, I do agree. The Demigloom rabbit hole is an interesting one. Uh, Mo, where can our listeners find you? Uh, y'all can find me at, uh, at MoSideGaming42 at Twitter.com. And I got a pinned tweet with all my bullshit in there. So, you know, go ham, follow me on everything. Check out the Discord, blah, blah, blah. All right. And you can find me uh, exactly where you are now, uh, anchor.fm slash Riley Megafeed. Or you're probably on, like, Spotify or whatever, but same thing. Uh, that's where you can find all sorts of cool podcasts. Uh, including this show, obviously, and then Largest Issue in the Galaxy, uh, which I do with both of these guys, and also my friend Andrew, um, and uh, other shows, too. There's there's a lot of them. Uh, Brony Initiation's on there. Cool stuff. Um, and in the description of the feed, you can find literally all of my social media and everything that I do. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the central hub, is the Riley Podcast mega feed. And uh, thank you for watching, everybody. Uh, for Kira's Kingdom, I have been Riley. 
And I have been Mo. And this has been your boy, Demi motherfucking Clem. Oh, I thought it was going to be Asmongold. Fuck. And we'll see you next time for episode... Actually, no. I'm sorry. I forgot another bit. We'll we'll end in just a second. But I want to read... Like, fuck. I don't have... Wait. Damn it. Fuck. Hold on. One second. Riveting content here. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. You fucked it, mate. I I fucked it, mate. Give me just a second. Just a yes. moment. This podcast was perfect. There was no like, oh, oh, I can't hear you. Can you say that again? Or oh, oh, sorry, I was muted. It was, it was a perfect podcast. This is a ter- This is up. a terrible first episode. A terrible end for the Death Note Initiation podcast. Okay, this is fucking terrible. I can't believe this. I wanted to read like the the Netflix description of the next episode, like the one sentence description, but I can't fucking get to Netflix in a timely manner. Apparently, I'm an idiot. Just cut out this last bit. Yes, please. For the love of God, uh, uh, Jason, fucking just edit this part out, you you know? Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's it. That's the end. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. 9-11 was an inside job.